welcome to New Zealand Vegan Podcast, episode 77. I'm your host, Elizabeth Collins, and I have a very, very special guest on the show today. I'd like to welcome back William Paul. Say hi, William. Hey, everyone. It's great to be back. It's great to have you back, William. Um, just want to say sorry about my last um, episode there. It was cut off, and thanks to Jordan White for suggesting that uh, it would be a great idea to talk about the things I was going to talk about with William, because a lot of it were things that we'd done together anyway. So I asked William to come on, and he very graciously accepted. So, William, I was going to, first of all, I just wanted to hear about your news, because I believe that you've met a vegan at school, and you have a new project that you're starting. Yeah, I I was so happy to meet a vegan at school. I mean, I was just so happy that finally that there was another person at my school who was vegan. There was another sane person at my school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was just so immensely happy. I'm so glad. So, so how did it happen? I was just leaving one of my classes and I hear this voice behind me, Hey, excuse me, are you vegan? I turn around and say, yeah. And she replies, me too, and I'm just like, awesome, high five. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And how old is she? Uh, she's 13. Rock on. That's a clued up, clued up young person there. Very, very full of respect for her. So she's going to your school. She's going to be there for the whole rest of this year? Yeah, yeah, she should be. And she will continue the vegan legacy after you're gone? She sure will. Awesome. That's great. So hopefully you can support each other and stuff. Yeah. Because um, sh- apparently she'll be the only um, vegan in her entire form. In fact, you guys are the only two in the school, so obviously. So what else is going on? I, I want to hear about your idea because I think you've got a new idea happening. Yeah, I'm hoping to start up a vegan project. I won't say any more about it because it's still in the beginning, it's still in the making, but I have a good idea that I'd like to put forward, so yeah. I'll tell more later. You'll tell more later. Okay. So it's going to be about veganism, but um, you're going to let us know if we can contribute, um, where we can, you know, help you out and how we can support you. So just as soon as you get that going, just let us know so that we can pour in all of our support. Yeah, I sure will. Awesome. So, you know, what I was going to um, talk about was a couple of things that happened at the stall. One of the things I wanted to talk about was how we've dealt with Um, the religious arguments for animal use because we often get a lot of people because we're not the only people out there advocating there are people out there advocating well the other day there was a protest for Syria Mm -hmm. of course and a lot of the people who do take the time to walk around and and give out information are promoting mostly Christianity I don't think they're Catholic as such yeah yeah and you know they have heaps of resources and so they're out there too. So when we're doing our stall, a lot of times we get approached by people who are advocating. There's the um, Falun Gong, if I pronounce that yep. right. People who come over and we sign their petition and they're doing their thing. But we also get some religious groups that come over um, and really we're sort of there so they figure they'll talk to us because it's what they do is they go up to people and people just walk away from them so we can't walk away. So <laughs> they'll come and talk to us about it. And... Um, we, I wanted to talk about that one gentleman who was there with his partner, mm-hmm. and they were saying, "Have you thought about, um, you know, God and things like that?" And we just started talking about nonviolence. Right. And the scary thing is, like, what I'll tell people is, I'll say, 
you know, um, no, I say I'm not religious, I'm an atheist, but I don't think that, I, I, I say to them, You're, you, can be re you can believe in, in this, I mean, I really don't have a problem with that, and, you know, I don't really have a right to tell you what you can believe with regard to spirituality, but what I object to, I tell them, is I object it when, you, when people use the religion to justify exploitation, discrimination to other humans and non-humans, and that is more often than not the case, and religion is used to promote violence, and then we'll turn the topic to non-violence, which is where you and I really want it to go. And it's astonishing what, what the links they'll go to, eh, William, to, to defend violence. Yeah, I mean, in the time we've done our activism, I know we've received mixed responses from Christians and religious people, from, you know, those who can be completely hostile and justify animal exploitation, to those who are, you know, very open and willing to talk to us. Yeah. logically and coherently so it's a mixed reaction what you get yeah that's true um we have had some really good conversations and they are willing to talk because these are people mm. who are believing in something and who want to who are interested in talking about the issue but what struck me about that man that we were talking to was we i mean he was literally saying things like well you're walking on the footpath so yeah. when you walk on the footpath and i was saying what's that got to do with uh, it's like I just said, you know, there's a difference between that and I can't, I said, I can't levitate. I'm really sorry. I wish I could fly, but I can't, you know, and neither can you. And I said to him, I'm not trying to tell you not to walk on the footpath, am I? What am I saying? I'm saying, let's consider non-violence. Let's consider living without exploiting others. And then, he, and then he was talking about how his God justifies violence and some violence is necessary mm -hmm. and it's written in the Bible that violence can be is, is a good thing and all and on defending defending violence and then by the very end of it we exchanged literature and he gave us a little pamphlet and the very first words let me see if I can go find it basically so so we so I can't I can't find it but it was a very impressive little pamphlet that gave me an idea it was very small and it was actually really well made and it had pictures and it had very basic message and the first like we had done this whole talk and he literally talked to us for like a good 20 minutes yeah. wouldn't you say about non-violence and I was saying just consider non-violence and I said look you know wouldn't your God approve of our non-violent stance, even if we don't believe in him? If you believe he's real, don't you think he would support our message? Don't you think that Jesus Christ would support our message of non-violence? And it was just really, really, he was trying so hard to defend it. And I know that he was taking it personally as an attack on his religion, and we were trying not to make it that way. But And then in the very end, he's, I gave him something on sentience because he said, I don't know what that means. And I said, I, don't, I didn't used to know what it means either. That's why I printed this thing out because I literally didn't. So I gave him the handout. And then he handed us this pamphlet. And the very first line of the pamphlet was like, God's, God's wish for you. And the first thing was peace. So it was just so ironic. And, you know, he walked away before we had a chance to say, Look, look at your own pamphlet. Your own pamphlet says peace, you know? So it was quite it was quite astonishing to me. It was very Yeah, and I wonder if he realized that when he walked away and looked at his pamphlet that he'd just spent twenty minutes defending violence, saying that 
you know, that's not what it's about. Nonviolence is not what it's about. That he was like, you're wrong. That's not the problem. And then his the very first words on his literature that he's giving out to people is that God wishes for peace. God wants us to have peace. Um, and then the other things were love. And I can't remember the third thing. So that was interesting. And I found it to be quite useful. And I do hope that I got him thinking, you know, uh, just about the, considering going vegan. I said, you know, I said, I know lots of people who are vegan who are Christian. There are Muslims who are vegan. There are Jewish people who are vegan. It doesn't. You know, you, you don't have to stop being religious to be vegan. Just don't use your religion to justify um, these things and also against other humans. But we had a good experience too, eh? Yeah, it was very insightful, very knowledgeable. I learned a lot. Yeah, but I mean, with remember the guy who... Well, we had some... You know, we, have, we have a lot of meetings with a lot of people who, who um, want to, us to convert to their religion. Mm-hmm. But there was one guy who was actually, um, used to be a street preacher. Yeah. He was quite a young guy, very... Extroverted. Extroverted, and, you know, you could tell that he was really good at talking to people, and really, he would have been a really good advocate for veganism. Um, very, you know, he listened, like he would listen to you, and respond to what you say, and he, it was astonishing, because it only took, I think we said to him, he looked at our literature... I think he looked at one of the posters, which was the one that said something about the connection between the violence that we do to all other animals and the violence to each other. And he said, oh, you know, that makes a lot of sense without any prompting for us. He came out and said, wow, this really makes sense. And we were like, yeah, it really does. And, um, and he, he immediately started asking questions. And he said, oh, my gosh, I've never thought about it that way. I know that sounds like a cliche, but people do say that. And I don't know, William, he was just very, very turned on to the whole idea. And he actually literally kind of sat down. Yeah. He kind of couldn't, he just kind of sat down and stared into space and was like, holy moly, this is really, really sensible, what you guys are saying. And then he told us he was a street preacher and that he was actually a Christian and that he was, um, spent two years of his life, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. On the streets of Auckland, trying to get people to uh, go to his church and follow the religion, Christianity, or whatever type of Christianity that it was. I think there's different types. And, yeah, and he really was... And we had the best conversation with him, and he didn't fight against the arguments. And and we said to him, you know, we said to him, don't you think that Jesus, you know, would be supporting us? And he was like, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Of course he would. You know, he said, yeah, I mean, this is really, really true. And he said, you know, you have a lot more in common. And then he did kind of try to talk mm. to us about religion. He still wanted us to consider his religion because he said, we have a lot more in common than you think. Because, you know, we are about peace. We are about love. We are about this. And I was like, well, and I said to him, well, you know, it's really sad then that people use it to justify the things they do and he agreed with that so he was kind of a very forward thinking it was such a good experience he really helped because I was starting to get a really negative you know whenever anybody came over who was promoting a religion I we actually almost sort of just wanted them to go away after a while like we didn't even really want to talk because the doctrine was so I don't know, they just... And I don't know the Bible enough to start picking apart doctrine. I just say, look, I don't know the Bible, and it really doesn't matter. I'm like, wouldn't you rather just be nonviolent? Oh, anyway, I don't think anybody's even really paying attention to what Jesus 
Christ has said, <laughs> if you look at the behavior. So one of the things I wanted to talk about today as well was, I think I told you the other day, William, that um, two different things that happened where ties into the religion. Has anyone said to you that, oh, veganism's a religion? I've never had anyone say that to me personally, no. Oh, okay, because I have. Um, I've, well, I've seen it said. Oh, yeah, I've, I've seen it, but very rarely. Oh, no, I've Hardly seen... Hardly ever. Oh, okay, well, I've seen, it, I've seen it enough times for me to take notice of it and sort of object to it. But the other day, um, two things happened in the same week where hindsight, I always, and I hope others can learn from this as well, and I think I shared it with you, William, as well. One, one of the people that I was um, talking to about this, I, I was part of this personal development group. It's been really great, and I love it so much, and I'm going back for more. It's to be a telephone counselor for youth. It's a volunteer phone counseling service for young people. They can call in. It's like a helpline, but it's... So, I mean, it's not, it's not training to be a psychologist or anything, but it's just being a phone, a volunteer worker. And I really want to do it. I really would love to do it. And you have to go through a lot of training. And the first course is personal development. And we did one where we we were talking, and, and it was all about things that bother you and, and how you cope with them. Like, how, what's your outlet? Like, how are you going to help other people to cope if you can't even cope? And, of course, what bothers me is violence and what's happening to animals. And, you know, and it is so overwhelming, as we know. I mean, we can just be so overwhelmed by it yet. Because it's everywhere you turn, you know, so it, it can be really hard to cope. And um, so what I do is I do this podcast, right? And William, you do the street store with me and you talk about veganism and you live vegan, but you also have other projects that you're going to do. So we've found outlets, creative outlets for this. You know, not only is it getting the message out there and being an advocate, but it is self-care. It is helping yourself cope with it in a positive way rather than just being angry or being aggressive or giving up, giving up hope, you know. So I said to this, so I told them, I told the group, like we went around one by one and we talked about things and I said, well, you know, I'm really lucky. I said, I've already like, I'm already doing it. I said, I've got a podcast, which has been unbelievably helpful to me. And I said, and not only that, I found out that there were other people around the world who felt the same way because they Mm -hmm. were writing letters. So we found each other and, and I said, and I have a street store. You know, so I've already figured out ways to, to, to sort of deal with this so that I don't, you know, get fall into the despair. And um, one of the girls said to me, don't you worry that you're going to come across as preaching? And because we get accused of preaching, even by other vegans, which really bothers me, um, because preaching has negative connotations. Mm-hmm. It's just like fundamentalism, and it's just like purist or something in essence the dictionary meaning everybody the people who label us these things and then go back they go back to the dictionary and they say oh no 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 but the dictionary says that a fundamentalist is just you know it's just simply someone who believes fully in something it's not a bad thing and it's like don't try to get out of what you said and Gary Francione in the book with Robert Garner he pulls him up on that a few times I can't remember the term that he said, but one of them was fundamentalist. And so preaching is also a thing. Like, the dictionary definition of preaching is probably not, you know, being annoying. And f- but that's what people mean when they say it. And so try not to use that word unless you mean that, you know, or try to use a different word. But she, she meant that. Like, she said, aren't you worried that people are going to think you're preaching? So, and this is talking about my podcast. So I said to her, um, 
I got immediately defensive, as you do. And um, and I think even when I told you, William, you said the same yeah, thing I, I said. said. The same thing. Yeah, we we said, well, it's a podcast. You can just download it and listen to it. If you don't want to, you don't have to. So that's not preaching. And I was all like defining like how it's not preaching, you know. And I said, and with the street stall, we don't go up and 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 we don't like get in people's way and try to get in their face. And we don't have a bullhorn and we don't scream. We mm. just have the information and they could come over to us. So how is that preaching? And but the thing that bothered I knew something bothered me about it, and then it just kept bothering me, and I realized why it bothered me, and it was because I'd forgotten, you know, all of the things I'd learned. Because next time anybody says that, and you know, hopefully I'll remember because I didn't remember this time, I'm gonna say instead of saying, um, oh well, it's not preaching and defending it and trying to justify that, oh it's not preaching, um, I would say if I had a podcast about um, ending child abuse, would you? say to me, oh, aren't you worried that you're coming across as preaching? And I think that'll get her to think, because, of course, the answer is no. And then why is the answer no? Why, when it comes to non-human animals, you know, and it's like, oh, it's because you're doing it, so it's something that you don't want to face. So it's very useful to remember those, bring it back to the human rights issue, to show, to confront people with their own speciesism. Like, ask them a question in return, like, you just ask me if I'm if I'm preaching, you know, that I'm worried about I'm preaching, and they would be like, yeah. And then you'd say, well, if I had a podcast about ending female genital mutilation, would you think I was being preachy? And then they would have to stop and realize, no. So I think that's obviously, I didn't say it, um, and I can't turn back time, but I learned. And then the very same week, another girl at my job, um, who's very interested in veganism now, been asking me a lot of questions, um, I I told her I was going to visit someone who... I said, I'm going to go visit one of my friends who's vegan. Or I said, I'm going to go visit a friend. And um, I, and I and she said, oh, okay, is she vegan too? And I said, yeah, she is. And I said, it's, we like to, you know, support each other and help each other, you know, so to give each other support. And she said, oh, so is veganism... Do vegans only hang out with you know, other vegans, and they don't hang out with anybody else, is it like a religion? So, like I say, William, I've seen it online, but I've also been asked that, so, and, and then I got defensive again, because it's that whole cult, you're a cult, and you're a religion, and, oh, that's a bad thing when it comes to this, because, da 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 and it's so not a religion, it's so not a religion, and so, I didn't say it, I, I immediately thought, oh, how can I salvage this, and I was like, I said, well, I was like, no, it's not a religion. Um, it's just not wanting to be violent. Be, I said be, being non-violent is not a religion. It's, you know, I guess that was okay. I mean, that's not too bad. But what I wish I had said, <laughs> and what I will say next time is, if I was involved with people and we were banding together to fight against the child sex slave industry and we hung out together and gave each other support... Would you think we were a religion? You know, why is it the psychology of animal use is astounding? Um, why is it when it comes to, um, you know, non-humans, advocacy, we're, we're cultists, we're religious, you know, even when we're not, we're preaching, you know, when we're not, because preaching is talking about religion, <laughs> and we're not religious. And so, those, I hope that's useful, like... Um, and you can do it to not, you can bring it to another issue that's not a human issue, but that one that people are also hypocritical about. 
such as whales. Um, you've got to be careful, though. You've got to make it clear to them that it's all the same. But you can establish whether or not they're just utterly opposed to hunting whales. So, well, you know, if my advocacy group was about the whale hunting, would you call it a religion? Would you say I was preaching? And if the answer is no, then why, when it comes to all other animals, um, do you? And then bring it back to the, you know, you've got to expose the hypocrisy. You've got to, you've got to hold the mirror up so they can really see themselves. It's, it's painful, but you have to do it. That's what we did. Um, so, yeah, so I thought that that was really useful. So thanks to those people, you know, for doing that and helping me. Alrighty. Well, so I'm, I don't know uh, when I'm going to have my street stall on Saturday with William again, so this is bittersweet. It's pouring with rain today, so that's why we're doing this podcast together. We thought, it's raining, can't do the street stall, let's do this podcast, and um, I love having William on as a guest, and um, I hope he comes on again soon, <laughs> and I can't wait to see what his projects are. He's full of creative ideas. And um, I'm going to do the street stall whenever I can. I'll do it by myself. And then when we can start doing it again together, we'll do it together. And once Hopefully the weather behaves. Well, we're coming into winter now, you know. But there's other things, like I say, mm. it doesn't stop me from being an advocate. It just stops me from doing that particular activity. So while, while I'm not doing that, I'll be doing other things. All right. Thanks, William. Thank you, Elizabeth, for having me on yet again. It's an absolute pleasure. And um, thanks for listening, everybody. I hope to have another guest on soon. Uh, And uh, I'll be back. Bye.